2: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
1: Clay and Buck kicks off, and my, oh my, what a day in Trump world, my friends. Donald Trump wins Iowa decisively, hugely, bigly, you could even say, absolutely crushing his nearest uh, competitors, almost 30 points up. In the Iowa caucuses, we will discuss all of these numbers. Ron DeSantis came in second place. Nikki Haley came in third place. Vivek Ramaswamy suspends his campaign. And maybe he's not the only one who's going in that direction this week. We will dive into all of this. Also want to take a lot of, uh, your calls, your feelings on this one. Uh, but finally we have real results. We have data to look at older voters in the caucuses overwhelmingly breaking for Trump. DeSantis, for example, only showing, uh, considerable strength among the youngest cohort of voters in Iowa. So we will, we'll break this all down. As we said, number, I mean, lines are open. You know that number, 800-282-2882. Your reflections, your analysis, your sense of where this goes. With New Hampshire mere days away, but first, Clay, I think we should just let President Trump have uh, a say here, so to speak. This is cut four, and uh, he's given a victory speech, friends. Sit back and listen.
5: I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having, uh, a good, a good time together. We're all having a good places. I also want to congratulate Vivek because he did a hell of a job. He came from, uh, zero and he's uh, got a big percent, probably eight percent, almost eight percent. And that's a, an amazing job. They all did. They're all very smart, very smart people, very capable people.
1: All right, Clay. So just to give everyone the numbers and then we can get down to some of the, Really the most interesting battle, as we thought all along, is what happens now with that number two slot. But first up here, the numbers overall. Donald Trump did win a majority outright, 51%. So, I look, we've been saying this. We've been trying not to just pound the same drum over and over again. But when the polls say you're up 30, you're going to win, right? Because if polls say you're up 30 across the board and you don't win, there's no point in having polls at all. Trump at 51%. Uh, so pretty much in line with, uh, maybe even outperforming a little. DeSantis at 21%, Haley at 19%, Ramaswamy at 7.7, and Asa Hutchinson, point .2, point .2. <laughs> um, let's, let's start with this, Clay, cause we, we can all, I think, sit here and understand big night for Trump. Uh, he performed as expected in the polls. It's more than just his race to lose. You know what? Let me just say it this way. Is it over? Cause you said it was over July 17th and Donald Trump was going to be the nominee. That was my math, uh, six, seven months ago.
2: Yeah. Is it's it totally over, over now? It's a hundred percent over. There is no pathway to the nomination for Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley short of Donald Trump having a major health related incident, which we certainly don't hope on anyone, even Joe Biden. Uh, so. But at their age, I think you have to contextualize that over the next 10 months, the incredible stress that both men will be under if they're the nominees. But barring a health-related issue for Donald Trump, it's over. Or barring the Supreme Court doing something drastic, like saying Donald Trump is not allowed to uh, be on any ballots, right? Um, the Supreme Court would have to say that. Barring something outland, And by the way, I think there's a 0.5 a, percent, a you know, chance of the supreme court doing that the health thing unlikely it seems to me trump seems to be doing very well health wise so it's over uh and i think that nikki haley and ron DeSantis both should withdraw from the race and go ahead and focus the general election now to me if i were advising trump i would say it's time to pivot straight to the general election The same things that have been my concern suburban women I would advise find a VP candidate that is going to be the most appealing VP candidate you can find for suburban women. I think we're going to have the longest general election campaign in any of our lives. Trump won by 30. I can't even sketch out, again, other than health or the Supreme Court, I can't even sketch out a way that DeSantis or Haley could beat Trump now. I don't see, I give credit to Vivek. He looked at the data, he said, this is over, I'm stepping out, I'm supporting Trump. I don't even understand, and by the way, 800-282-2882, if I'm missing something, I don't understand a pathway to the nomination for Haley or DeSantis.
1: I, I want to get back, and we'll talk a lot this show today, about the uh, refocusing, I think, that that is already occurring on the general election and moving past the primary in a lot of people's minds. Now, I know there there's certainly the argument to be made, let people have their vote. They're going to. Let people count the votes in the various states. But here's the problem for, let's start with Team DeSantis. Um, Team DeSantis, from the very beginning, it was clear, their strategy. So this is a different Iowa win for Trump than in other contests in other years where we have the Iowa caucuses. The DeSantis strategy was openly... To win in Iowa to show that Ron DeSantis could beat Donald Trump in a head to head or not even head to head, but you know, in a in a competition in a state. He went to what all, all ninety-nine counties Correct. or whatever the and, and spent tons of money. He had the endorsement of Kim Reynolds, who is a popular governor in that state, as well as other people who generally I, I think endorsements usually don't do very much, but if endorsements can do anything, he got some of those big endorsements in Iowa, did not make a difference not even close in fact nikki haley was right behind him as we know so for the desantis team it doesn't seem like it's in the realm of possibility for this to be a a moment where they could think about how to turn things around i don't know what they're going to do i assume he's going to stay in it for a while uh because he has the money to do so but nikki haley i i want i want you to tackle this one here clay nikki haley is claiming She's already pushing Ron off to, uh, you know, stage left. She said, you're out of here. She says it is now a two-person race. This is cut one. Play it.
5: When you look at how we're doing in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, yeah! and beyond, yeah! I can safely say tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. Yeah!
1: Now, I think she's not wrong in so far as Ron DeSantis being able to win is, at this point, you know, he's not really in contention based on all the numbers that we can see. And let's all be clear, the polls were right.
2: 100% home, right? right.
1: The polls were totally, everyone says, oh, I don't trust the polls. The polls were right. Is she in any meaningful way in this though? That's the part of it that you look at and you say, come on, you finished third, but you think you're actually, now I know she's looking at New Hampshire. But does she want to go into South Carolina and find out if Trump can beat her in her home state? Because I think
2: Trump can beat her in her home state. Well, so she may win New Hampshire. Yep, It that's won't true. change anything, right? There are lots of independents and Democrats who can show up. There's no party registration. She may win New Hampshire, and that might be a huge statement for her as you look towards 28. I think Trump won't answer, and Nikki Haley won't decline it. I think there's still some flirtation going on associated with the vice president spot for Nikki Haley, but the math just doesn't add up. And, and Kaylee McEnany, I want to give her credit, uh, said I was watching the results. I was flipping back and forth between, uh, NFL and, uh, and, and the Fox News results because they called it like 30 seconds after, <laughs> after the, uh, poll, after the caucuses officially started, right? It wasn't even Fox News. I think it was the AP that called it first, but, um, but when you look at this, uh, I don't understand what Nikki Haley is thinking because DeSantis actually staying in the race helps Nikki Haley. And I hadn't thought of it that way from a, uh, from the perspective of most DeSantis supporters, their second choice would be Trump. That is, I think if DeSantis dropped out of the race entirely, I actually think Nikki Haley would fall further behind. Now, not in New Hampshire, oh, because DeSantis I, I think- is only pulling around five. I think
1: 75% of DeSantis' primary voters, or would be, we'll see if they even get the chance, would be DeSantis' primary voters, they'd go to Trump right away. It might even be more like 80 or 90%.
2: Yeah, so I think as long as he stays in, it actually helps Nikki Haley. I think there's probably a Hail Mary scenario where DeSantis and Nikki Haley come up with a union candidate between the two of them, right? Unity ticket. But the problem with that is uh, Nikki who's Haley's on top of, not, Who's on top yeah, who's of the on, ticket? That's right. Eight years, particularly when you're you are going to do better in New Hampshire. So I think this is I I don't think it could have been a bigger win for Trump because DeSantis being in second place, Buck means that DeSantis has an argument to go forward. Vivek drops out, which means all of Vivek's support pretty much mm. is going to go to Trump. And Nikki Haley is most likely to get second in New Hampshire, meaning there still won't be a clear number two. Even when they go to New Hampshire. Now, I, I you know, I, I just think, don't look, see honestly, it. it's, Clay, it's
1: if, if they were able to have a Trump campaign strategist write the script for how Iowa would go, this is it. I don't think they could do better than what this actually was, meaning the real result is a dream result for Team Trump. I don't think it could be the, the overall number, the placement of the finishers behind. And it just adds to the already, you know, how many months now we've we been saying, guys, look at the polls. Something crazy could happen, but we don't think it's going to happen. This is Trump's primary to lose. The numbers now, I think people should put more trust in them when it comes to where Trump is vis-a-vis the competition in the primary. They nailed Iowa. So we've been saying he's up 30 points, guys. He's up 30 points. Well, he just won by about 30 points. So it, it's uh, it's happening before us right now. And I just want to say, I mean, Trump is already speaking and this is, uh, this is Trump cut five. He's saying it's, it's unity time. Republicans need to come together, need to take back the country. And in fact, Democrats or liberals who aren't insane, they can join the Trump train too. Play five.
5: We want to thank the great people of Iowa. Thank you. We love you all. What a turnout. What a crowd. And I really think this is time now for everybody, our country, to come together. We want to come together, uh, whether it's Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. It would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all of the death and destruction that we're witnessing that's practically never been like this. It's uh, just so important, and I want to make that a very big part of our message. We're going to come together. It's going to happen soon, too. It's going to happen soon.
1: Are you going to hear Clay a Trump candidacy that sure is promising retribution against those who have wronged the American people, but is also calling for unity of the American people. As in anybody who wants to join the Trump revolution, they're welcome.
2: I hope so because that's what he should do. Uh, you can't win a general election by just catering to your right wing base and we're going to have the longest general election campaign in any of our lives, I would encourage two things, uh, and we'll talk about this, we'll take some of your calls. Be as welcoming and magnanimous as you can be. And two, focus, focus, focus on suburban women. And maybe three, Buck, yeah. I would say, there's no harm in being a little under the radar. Make Biden the focus. Biden's the well, incumbent. We're, we're, the, we're the, 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 This election should be a verdict on him, not Trump.
1: So anyone who who also questions this is like no it shouldn't be about that well no it has to be about building the biggest Trump coalition possible because for him to do the things that Trump voters really want him to do you're really going to need a majority in the house and yeah. a majority in the Senate as well and I know people are saying oh but what about even a supermajority in the Senate well we'll cross that bridge when we come to it but you got to have those two things and you want to have the biggest mandate possible, what better rebuke of 2020 could there be than a Trump re-election victory where he wins every swing state? And the polls, this is not crazy talk, the polls that were totally right last night are saying, right now, Trump would win every single swing state. I mean, maybe not Wisconsin, but close enough, right? I mean, pretty much every swing state. So let us we'll break all this down. I know a lot of you are going to have... Some of you are just talking victory laps. Some of you, some of you probably want to say, well, you know, it was a good fight for my guy or my gal, but it's all over. Or maybe not. Maybe you think that there's, you know, some last ditch maneuver here. 800-282-2882. You know, for several decades now, young people haven't been properly taught about our American heritage, our nation's history. You know this. You see this all the time. But guess what? There are some people who are standing strong on this. The faculty and staff at Hillsdale College are determined that the next generation knows American history, the real history, and are patriots who understand how special this country is and will defend it. Because too many young Americans are rejecting the principles of liberty and the American founding. I mean, you know that Americans between 18 and 30 are the most likely age demographic to reject patriotism in this country altogether? They think the founding fathers are villains. We have to do something about this. This is why Hillsdale College is taking action. Hillsdale College is producing 60-second radio spots called Constitution Minutes. These are short, clear lessons on the principles of liberty. You'll hear them within our program today. If you want to hear a Constitution Minute on demand, go to clayandbuck4hillsdale.com, and while you're there, reserve a free pocket copy of the Constitution, courtesy of Hillsdale College. That's clayandbuck4hillsdale.com.
4: iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.
0: More than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies, from The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
1: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny.
2: We should probably play for you from MSNBC and CNN a little bit more uh coming down the line here. But I did want to give a shout-out, 190 votes, Buck, for Asa Hutchinson yesterday. Uh, remember, I, I forgot, Asa still has not dropped out of the race. He is continuing. Uh, there were around 115,000 of you in Iowa that went out to vote, 190 votes for Asa Hutchinson, who... Uh, I think Chris Christie also got 34 votes, even though he had dropped out. Um, should mention, by the way, $124 million spent in Iowa for Trump to end up winning by 30 and for Asa Hutchinson to get 190 votes. So it's very strong showing from the former governor of Arkansas. Who <laughs> I don't know what his game plan is. I would love to hear from Asa Hutchinson, maybe just so we mention him like this, um, you know what, and he gets you know- shown on the screen.
1: Did you ever watch, I mean, I remember watching with my family even the first couple seasons of American Idol, you know, before it kind of became a parody of itself. Um, but I remember watching, it, it was pretty cool. But there were always the people, The some of the best stuff was when Simon Cowell would say to somebody, like, you're not very good at singing. And, yeah. and the person would be like, I'm going to go quadruple platinum. And, and they actually were horrible, but they were completely yes. delusional. At some point in a presidential election, you're that American Idol contestant. I think Asa Hutchinson is there. Like, it's time to find something else to do.
2: Uh, it is very interesting to think about what his game plan might be. William Hung is probably the most famous awful singer, right? Wasn't he the guy from American w- Idol? But he was so awful that he was good because he developed a following and actually put out an album. Did he? I didn't know he put out an yes. album. Yes. Yes. Uh, that is funny in and of itself. Okay, we'll take some of your calls, by the way, 800-282-2882. Actual results to react to for the first time in 2024. Uh, what have we missed? What do you think we're wrong on? What do you agree with? You can load up the lines and react to that as well. Uh, and you know, I was right with Buck. First ever suggestion to you all on prize picks. Do we have the audio of me? I think we do. Can we hit it? No, we're not going to hit that audio right now, but I promise you that it exists. And it exists because if you listen to me on my first ever prize picks pick, you won 10 to 1 payout. You 10 times your money, all four of our picks hit. You need to go sign up right now, get hooked up right now at prize picks. The reason we don't have it is because I'm doing a prize picks read earlier than anybody was anticipating. But. Prizepicks.com slash Clay. Get hooked up right now. I promise we will play you that audio. All four of the picks hit. You put in $100, they'll give you $100 free for your picks. I'm going to give you more picks later in the week, but trust me, go ahead and sign up. Prizepicks.com slash Clay. That is prizepicks.com slash Clay. Get free money to make picks with prizepickscom slash Clay.
5: We have an invasion of millions and millions of people that are coming into our country. I can't imagine why they think that's a good thing. It's a very bad thing. I think it's a group of people that are probably larger in number than New York State. And we can't have that. We can't have that. It's not sustainable as a country. It's horrible. And, you know, they're coming from prisons and jails. They're coming from all over. They're coming from countries that most people have never heard of. They have hundreds and hundreds of terrorists coming in. Known terrorists, some of them really bad, and we're going to have to deport. We're going to have to have a deportation level that we haven't seen in this country for a long time since Dwight Eisenhower, actually.
1: So that was Trump last night after his mega win in Iowa, 30-point victory in the Iowa caucuses. Um, And I, I just, I'm putting this out there because. If Trump returns to his form from 2016, where look, I understand 2020 there was no immigration because COVID, right? I mean, so like there wasn't as much of an issue on people's minds. 2016 Trump on immigration. 2016 Trump who finishes um, the the wall building and and does the deportations that he's talking about. I think that right now, given the mood of the American people and the recognition of what's going on, Clay, I think that is an unstoppable. Uh, juggernaut for the general election that's how that's how I see it I think it's the single most because imp- we all know the we all know he's going to be great on the economy very important but th- this is the other thing that I think he adds to that messaging and also no forever wars um and
2: uh and I think that you have a much better place. We want to take those calls, but you want to weigh in? Yeah, let's this? do it. No, no, I think you're oh, right. I think look, Biden's gonna run. I think everybody needs to understand he's gonna run on Jan. 6, and he's gonna run on yeah. abortion. And Trump needs to address both of those to the best he can because that's all Biden's got.
1: Well, I, I think yeah, the the left, and we, we can we can have some fun maybe the next hour with the the media's like, oh my gosh, yeah, Trump again. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny. We got a lot of clips about that. Uh, but I I, I do think that. It's going to be a hard sell that Trump is Hitler when it's not a covid pandemic and you know when they've already been doing this for years and when he's clearly this was also in that Brett Stevens article in the New York Times I mentioned to you he's like one of the reasons the Trump is a dictator thing doesn't really resonate is that he was already president and he was good and he wasn't a dictator and That's, actually was really yes. funny and did a great job running the economy so you know the, the, this notion of him as a dictator is absolutely absurd. He's running to fix, and I would argue even, yes, we'll say it, to unite the country. Uh, and Joe Biden is running on Trump as Hitler, or, or whoever it is, cause I know, Clay and I, we gotta see how that all shakes out. Let's it's take over. some of these, it's let, over. Let, 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 I, there's I, no, no.
2: no more arguments that it's anything. I'm talking about other... Biden. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, Biden, like, whether that even for that. the DeSantis, Haley people, uh, you're open to call in, I, other than the thing we laid out, health and potentially his crazy Supreme Court yeah, nominee. Really. It's the, the nominations yes. decided.
1: It's, it's, a, it's 99.9% that Trump is going to be the nominee at this point. All right, let's get uh, Jay, uh, Paul in Superior, Wisconsin. What's going on, Paul?
7: Hey, guys, I just wanted to try to explain Trump to those in the audience who are still too dense to understand him. I'm going to use a military metaphor. Our country's in the battle of the bulge right now. We're surrounded by swine that want to kill us, that want to destroy us and see this nation... Um, turn into a third world country You've got one guy That, that you can choose for the mission You're going to choose a, a battle-hardened Grizzled veteran Who's not afraid to charge The metaphorical machine gun nest To hell with the consequences That's Trump Trump understands and all of us understand That there's only one person That's going to get into that position And who is going to do to the Democrats What they have been doing to us for years The time for the gloves to come off is now Trump understands that he's going to have to confront these activist judges on day one when they try to hamstring him and tell him, no, you are not stopping my administration from sealing this border, from deporting all these illegal aliens. You will not stop our agenda regardless of what you say and what you do. It doesn't matter. No one else has the grapes for that full stop. The border has to be sealed. Millions of people have to be deported. Mexico has to be put on blast. You're going to destroy the cartel. We're going to give you six months. If you don't, we're going to do it for you, period. That's just the, the tip of the iceberg. But Trump is the only one that can do this. Ramaswamy, give me a break. Nikki Haley, Mitt Romney and Hills. No, it's not going to happen. This is why there's such a fervent following of Trump. Not because we love Trump, because of his stupid tweets and this and that. Who cares? Trump is the only guy that can get it done, and we all know it, full stop.
2: I think
1: we know what Paul's going for. The call
7: yeah we know I, I don't th-
2: I don't think Paul in Spear, Wisconsin is able to be persuaded elsewhere uh Jason in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, you were a first time Iowa caucus goer. What was your experience like?
3: you know honestly guys uh there was a lot of guys or a lot of uh friends and neighbors that were there last night that I'm about fifty years old, and I couldn't believe the amount of people that were around my age or even older that it was their first time caucusing um did see a lot of young people Why there. had you never
2: been before?
3: How long have you lived in Iowa? So I'd lived in Iowa my entire life. So, yeah, so I'm fascinated. You're before. 50 and you've
2: never been. Why did you not go before and you felt compelled to go this year? So I never
3: went before simply because I didn't feel like what I did mattered. I feel like, you know, my head just needs to stay down, do my work, do my job, mind my own business, and it's someone else's problem. And we're to that point now. Um Since the 2020 election, you know, if you go back to Trump's inaugural speech in 2016, it really woke up a lot of people that were paying attention. In that speech, he said, for far too long, Washington and the liberal elites, um, the swamp, they have been taking advantage of the policies and taking advantage of everything while the American people bore the cost. That really woke up a lot of people. And, um... Since this last election, we all went to bed knowing who won, and we all woke up with a completely different story. And since that day, all of us are out here, we're keeping our nose to the grindstone, we're doing the right thing, we're paying our taxes, we're contributing to society, but our voice is not being heard, and we're all sick and tired of it. So the amount of people that are coming out for first time and taking part is overwhelming. And the candidate that came out on top last night was Trump. And in our area, it was around 20 below zero is what the feels-like temperature was like. It didn't matter. Uh, the first guy that came out on the floor was a Vietnam veteran in a wheelchair, and the guy that pushed him out was a retired military lieutenant colonel. We all saluted the flag. We all uh, said our pledge of allegiance. There was a prayer, and then we caucused. It was great. There were some a lot of younger faces there that was good to see, But a lot of the younger people were for Vivek or Nikki Haley. But the overwhelming majority went for Trump.
2: Thank you for telling us your story from inside of the caucus. Buck, I I thought one of the intriguing findings from the Fox News poll of voters was first-time caucus goers, like this gentleman who just called us from Cedar Rapids, over 50% of them went for Donald Trump, too. And I just found that super interesting because... His story, I mean, he's a, a 50 years old, he never caucused before, but I wouldn't have thought first time caucus goers would still be motivated by Trump, but the data from Fox News reflected that that was actually true. Uh, look, it,
1: it, as I said, it could not have gone any better for Trump than it did.
7: Yeah. Right?
2: I mean,
1: you look at it, you look at the numbers, the demographic breakdown, the turnout, it was absolutely freezing. It did not suppress turnout. It did not suppress Trump voters. Um, you know, you got to look at this and. See what the reality is, everybody, and we see it, and you see it. So this is this is what is happening. Let's take more calls also. If anyone I can I put this out there, and we'll if you're on hold, we'll get to you. But if we have a spot or two, is there anyone out there? I and I really mean this, and we're gonna hear you out. If you want to make the case that it's not this primary is not over, I want it meaning I know it's not technically over, but that we don't know who the Republican nominee is. Like to hear you, Nikki or Ron, support. Yeah, if out we're there.
2: missing something because I think something. it's completely right. over. You agree? If if for chance, for chance, somebody out there. So wants I want to make someone to argument.
1: explain how those dominoes fall at this point, so that it could be either Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis. We may not get a call to this respect, but if we do, we want to hear it.
2: Yeah, and by the way, different than age-related uh, health issue or something the Supreme Court is doing, right? Something that Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis themselves could do to win. Uh, look, last 30 years, how many of you out there have seen family members with video cameras up on their shoulder recording you at Christmas, at New Year's? Significant family memories and moments. You remember putting those tapes in the VCR back in the day, watching your great family memories. What about what's happened to those tapes? How many people out there know where those old VCR tapes are, particularly now when almost no one has a VCR at their house anymore? Do you want to preserve those memories forever and make sure that they continue to exist for generations to come? If so, that's exactly what Legacy Box does. They preserve your family memories forever and put them on the cloud and allow you to digitally share those for generations and generations to come. And they do it right here in my home state of Tennessee. They have 200-plus technicians, probably The largest collection of VCRs that exist anywhere in the United States. They can take care of your old camcorder tapes, but also your old photos, your old film reels. All of your family's memories can be preserved. Slides, maybe you still have those carousels back in the day, flashed up on the wall, up on a bed sheet that would be hung on the wall. If you remember that, my dad and mom used to do that a lot Uh, legacybox.com slash clay is the website to go to. They return all of your originals, but put them on a digital file for you to be able to share with all your friends and family. And right now you can get 50% off if you go to the website legacybox.com slash clay. They've helped a million and a half families, including ours, digitally transfer family memories forever. Get your family memories preserved today at legacybox.com slash clay. That's a legacybox.com slash clay. Heard it on the show. Hear more on the podcast. Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives. More content, more common sense. Find the guides on the iHeart app
4: or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.
0: More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
1: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny.
2: Welcome back in Clay Travis Buck Sexton show letting all of you react to actual votes that have come in for the very first time in 2024 landslide win for Donald Trump um and we're asking okay what is the game plan for the DeSantis and Nikki Haley teams at this point in time uh and uh and what sense does it make to continue the campaign given that $124 million was invested there. Now, to be fair, Nikki Haley has made her target state New Hampshire. DeSantis made his target state Iowa. Nikki Haley may be competitive, and I think she will be in New Hampshire. I just don't see how the map makes sense for her after that. Even in South Carolina, I think Trump is going to beat her comfortably. But remember, Gerald Ford is the only Republican candidate to win both Iowa and New Hampshire in a contested primary, and Trump would be favored to win both of those states right now. Obviously, landslide win in Iowa, and one week from today in New Hampshire, everyone will be voting as well. Wayne in Tampa Bay, congrats to the Bucs on getting the playoff win over the Eagles who collapsed last night. Wayne, you may have been paying attention to that. What's your analysis down in Tampa Bay?
8: Yeah, I was enjoying that. And, and you know, the, the area went crazy. We got Brady. I'm like, okay, we bought ourselves a Super Bowl. We won another one. But now, you know, people are like, okay, now we got it. We got Baker. Yeah, I'm like, we got ourselves a 10-year quarterback. This You know, <laughs> anyway, maybe he finally, finally gets his thing. Um, yeah, we, um, as one of your guys' mothers had said, you know, as far as election goes, one of them had said, What happens after, let's just say, Trump gets uh, nominated, and then they they throw everything at him, the court cases, everything else, take him off a ballot, and what do we do then? You know, one of them said, we've got to have a backup plan. So, you know, knowing here in Florida what DeSantis has did, we had the DeSantis-Trump banners. Maybe that may not work now, but that's a backup plan. Have DeSantis right there, not not drop out. Stay right there. Be a strong number two. Well, you know what's interesting?
2: Uh, Thank you for the call. Buck, what I've noticed, and maybe this is new, I've heard instead of "I'm dropping out," everybody is saying now they're suspending their campaigns. You notice that they're not saying "I'm ending my campaign." They all say they're suspending the campaign, as if like they're not really leaving forever. Have you noticed that? Every one of the standard though at this stage, isn't it? it? I I usually, uh, uh, it's it stood out to me maybe more than in past years. Well. this would is you, where, this is where you get yeah. into,
1: I mean, you already mentioned this, but there are some outlier possibilities here that could change the primary. Um, and it would be, you know, we've already laid it out, right? It's the it's health of or the
2: Supreme Court, basically. Yes.
1: Health of the Supreme Court, uh, effectively a legal maneuver or a health issue for Donald Trump. Um, and, I think either of those, fortunately, are very slim possibilities, but, you know, never say never, right? I mean, you've got to understand that things can happen that can happen. Um, but that all said, it's interesting. I don't think we've, have we gotten a call that was, that wants to quibble over the, it's over Trump as the nominee? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't not think
2: that so. guy. I mean, the staff can tell us if we're missing any of those, but not yeah, yet. We haven't, we haven't gotten got a yet. single call from a Nikki Haley or DeSantis supporter just, saying this is not over.
1: I think there's for people that feel very passionately about a non-Trump candidate, you know, they're allowed to feel a little bit of a of a letdown, and it might take a uh, a day or two or whatever to process uh, this reality. But it, it is it is reality that barring some, you know, act of God or unforeseeable calamity or whatever, we know where this is going. Uh, the Republican primary, uh, beyond doubt. Because I think you also had, as as we've been saying, an affirmation of the polls last night. It's not just like they generally got it right. They were spot on.
2: That's right. And um, and the other thing to contemplate is I know, I know, there are a lot of you out there that are basically reacting right now, especially on social media, with the I'm going to take my ball and go home. Uh, and I'm not voting for Trump now. My guy or my gal lost and I'm, I'm, uh, you know, it's like you're the kid who gets upset when you're losing a game and you take the ball and you go home. Football, baseball, wiffle ball, kickball, whatever it is, frisbee. Uh, I don't believe you. I, I think you are just reacting emotionally. We are 10 months from the actual election. Joe Biden is the worst president in any of our lives. With all due respect, if you are a Desantis or Haley supporter and you will not support Donald Trump, I think you are a loser, right? Because you are willing. Well,
1: I, I I would like to persuade you to come and join the team, <laughs> but Clay says it a little bit I differently. Think,
2: I think I think you're a loser because you're willing to make an awful decision for America. Because you're upset that your guy or gal did not win. And this is why I hope that, and I would not want Trump to use a language that I just did, because I think Trump needs to be conciliatory and try to bring as big of a tent in as possible. But I think you're behaving like an emotionally unstable child if you are not willing to vote against Joe Biden. So I don't buy into this idea. People are going to say it. If Nikki Haley's not the nominee, I'm voting for Joe Biden. If Ron DeSantis is not the nominee, I'm voting for Joe Biden. Yeah. No, you're not. you're when, going to come When they to your see the of...
1: campaign that they're going to run against Trump yes. and the things they're going to be saying, and they remember what it was like to have a president who was not... Look, let's be honest. Joe Biden's not even an ideologue. He's an empty vessel for the worst impulses of the socialist totalitarian left in this country that runs the democrat party so we are going to be in a binary here we are going to be forced to make that choice and i think the choice is quite clear we'll talk quite clear we'll talk about a more second hour and uh maybe get into some of those media reactions play
0: msnbc is very upset